You sound like you're trying to be quiet. Yeah, welcome to my AMSR. <laughs> this time in Miss on this episode of Miss This American Life. Or reveal or hidden brain or every NPR show ever. Here's some narrative and then here's some instrumental music to connect these two this disparated thoughts. And now Thank I, you. The end. Was so there that, were there cards being shuffled? Um, I was flipping through a notebook. Oh, very good, very good. What's that? What's that? Whoa, he's so excited. Hey. He's, ruining, <laughs> he's ruining our he's ruining our NPR vibe. Hey. Uh, what the hell y'all was talking about? We're just having a nice conversation in a pleasant in a uh, in a in a pleasant white people volume. <laughs> ah, fuck. The fact that he said white people volume. Oh shit, y'all got a volume now and shit. <laughs> if, we do, if we don't have everything, we'd have nothing. <laughs> Type shit. That really should Something just be like shit. the slogan for white people. <laughs> we don't have yeah. everything, we have nothing. Whitey. Especially for the uh for the right. They definitely. Oh my god. Oh, I mean the left too. They want to appropriate. Every, I mean, do you here? Here's 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 one thing the right has going on. I, I've never seen one Republican with dreadlocks. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No, I, I you're right. I don't think uh, I've ever. I can't say I've ever seen. They that might before. get like those braids when they go to Jamaica, but like that's as far as it goes. <laughs> yeah, no, you, I don't think you're wrong in this one. No, like they got they got one thing correct. One. <laughs> you're gonna, are you going to climb Mount Fuji again? No, fuck that. It's closed, too. Oh. And even of Godzilla? Well, no, it's it's already... The snow is already coming back onto the mountain. And uh, mm. Lori really wanted to climb it. I don't think Lori understands how hard it is to climb. And she's like, well, I climbed this mountain when I was in Canada, and we compared it. I'm like, Mount Fuji's like three or four times as tall. Damn. Oh, no. um, and no, fuck. And, and I was like, even if it were open, I would not climb it. She's like, will you climb it with me? I went, no, I would sit in a hot spring at the base of the mountain, and you can have a grand old time by yourself. But fuck that noise. Damn. Fuck that noise hard. I ain't even mad at you. I, I I'm sure you could hire a sex robot to carry you up. Wow. Oh man, I didn't think of that. That's yeah. that's where that's where he goes, guys. A sex robot. I mean, it's Japan. What else? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. This is sex robot talk for riffandrock.com. Gentlemen, how are you liking the new website? <laughs> I, I, I I checked it out to show my um executive director today. What do you think? Uh, I checked or it, she I, think. He 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 he. he he was like, okay, I got some time tonight. I might actually check out you guys on the podcast. I was like, all right. All and right. I said, I said, fair warning. I have never listened to myself. <laughs> he, was like, he was like, you're kidding. I said, nope. It's been about a cool three, three years, four years. Yeah. I have never listened to myself. Fair, fair like, warning. Kidding um, me. <laughs> Ryan got completely edited out, of, edited out of the last episode. He just purely does not exist. Yeah, I forgot to re-record my shit. <laughs> Oh, you were supposed to re-record. Yeah. yeah, I completely spaced on that. No, it's fine. So, like, Tianjo would make comments, and then I'd have to, like, laugh. Like, I just heard them for the first time. <laughs> so he'd tell me, I'd just go, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Why like, did you even post it? Literally go, like, Why Why even post it? Like, no, it works. It's not, I'm, like, uh, it's it's not as bad as you, as, it, as I'm making it sound. It actually works okay. It's, um, I mean... I had to cut stuff out because there's parts where you're just like you and Ryan are fighting, so I had to like remove you fighting. But like, so it's a lot of like you're just general oh. sum ups, and then a cut some Listen, back and forth. We don't fight, okay? We argue and debate. Yes, <laughs> we debate like a motherfucker. <laughs> this is true. Really, this podcast is called Music Talk. Ryan and Tiangelo are in the virtual studio. How are you guys doing? Man, I'm feeling good, feeling great, man. A little, uh, you know, work has been uh, work has been different, man. This promotion definitely comes with some with uh, different levels of work. I feel like I'm uh, 
you know, just moving a little different with this promotion. You know what I mean? But I, I, I'm truly enjoying it. It's, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to get promoted. Congratulations hey, on getting promoted. Again. Yeah, it's I great. appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. Hard work paid off. You know, so I'm, I'm thankful, man. I'm thankful. The rumors I know everybody are true. doesn't get to this point, so it's none but a blessing. Now you just need your uh, father to funnel four hundred million dollars to you, and you'll be every American. Fuck Trump. <laughs> Fuck Trump. Right, Ryan. Uh, shit. Congrats to you on a new job too, motherfucker. Oh, thanks, man. My guy, my my guy out here getting getting to it. Yeah. time to say I got a promotion too. This is Riffin Rock did promotion you really? talk. Did yes. you get a promotion too? I did. Oh, oh yeah, motherfuckers out here getting to it. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck Trump. Speaking of fuck Trump, Def Cat for Cutie, Ryan, tell us about them. Oh, yeah. So everybody knows about <laughs> – so everyone here knows about Death Cat for Cutie. For those of you who don't know, they're an indie band that started back in the 90s. They made some good songs, and then they kept making good songs and on and on. They got more and more famous. They became less indie um, mm-hmm. and enter – about two months ago when they came out with their newest album entitled thank you for today where they thank every single person on earth um for just being alive um by name uh they start in the the continent of north america and they thank every single person that's alive then they move down to south america (laughs) and then they hit the caribbean and then they go all the way up to um, Greenland and Iceland and that area. Then they move over to Europe and they thank every person that's alive. And then they go to Africa. And they oh, stay wow. there for a while because Africa is a great place. Wow. Um, and then they go to Asia. And they think it's a long person. album. And then they go down to, um, you know, uh, all of those island nations down there and Australia. <laughs> and that's the whole album. It got, what about Antarctica? Antarctica doesn't get thanks. <laughs> Fuck you, Ben Gibbard. You know, I never finished the album, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this album is a um, it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. It's a ten-song album uh, that came out a couple months ago. Um, that is, uh, I have to say, it's their most mainstream album, and it's also one of their uh, more accessible albums. So you can pick it up uh, and just flip to any song, and you'll get a nice little ditty that you can um, that can either uplift you or make you really depressed, which is their forte. Um, and they make this is what Coldplay should sound like. This <laughs> album. Um, <laughs> And they, I don't know, it's its a really good album, and it's not spectacular in any way. There's nothing uh, outrageous. They don't take too many risks as a band in general. They don't take too many risks, and this is par for the course. Um, but um, some some of the great songs are uh, the title, not the title track, the first track on the album, which is I Dreamt Something. I, I Dreamt again. is the only... Yes, that's right. I dreamt we spoke again. I only wrote the first two words. And Gold Rush, which is it has a very catchy refrain. So every time Ben Gibbard says something, the other people on the in the band say Gold Rush, and they do that for three and a half minutes. Um, but yeah, there wasn't a bad song on the album. Um, I would say that this is a win for the band and a win for America. Fuck Trump. Thank you. And fuck Brett Kavanaugh, too. Fuck him right in his goddamn eye holes. Damn. Eye holes? Shit, that sounded nasty as hell, but I feel you. Um, This album, to me, had a, a weird familiarity. I kind of felt like I'd heard every single one of these songs before somewhere else, which... uh, it w- But I know I haven't. But every time I listen to a song, I'm like, I feel like this is a song that exists somewhere. Or Death Cab for Cutie went back in time and snuck these songs onto the radio a long time ago and implanted them in my brain. It just, there's a, there's a, there's a haunting familiarity, a feeling of nostalgia when you listen to these, when you listen to these songs. Um, Death Cab, uh, was wise in this album. They didn't fall into the pit of the eighties Renaissance. Um, a couple moments 
play provide some nods to that current vibe, especially the opener. I jumped, we spoke again, but everything is just a polite nod rather than a, a full harking v- v- compared to some of their peers. Um, I didn't realize Death Cab had released albums a couple uh, recent album a couple years ago. So I was about to say it almost feels like we're hitting that sort of a resurgence of uh, what I would call sort of the blog the blog rock darlings of the mid knots. Your Death Cabs, the Shins just put out two albums this year. I mean, one's an inverse of the other one. Um, I think there was another example or two of the, of these bands from this area kind of finally poking their head out again for, after a while. But maybe that thought makes no sense. I don't know. Um, but uh, like Ryan said, this is a non-daring album. Even the album cover is just sort of this nice pastoral uh, harking to the to the vaporwave era um, of with some nice clouds and pretty colors. Uh, it's unoffensive, and this whole album is unoffensive, but it's well executed. It's uh, it's it's not it's it's not afraid to just play it safe and demonstrate itself through solid songwriting. Um, the, some songs that just kind of stuck out to me, the opener, I dreamt they spoke again. Um, the song Summer Years, which has a really kind of fun drum beat to it, which reminded me that Death Cab's drummer is, I, I, especially the newer one, I like him a lot. Uh, and he has Oh, he's really good. Yeah, it, it, even if it's these basic songs, he creates these fun little patterns that you can get sucked into. Um, the only song I'd say that was kind of a dud for me was When We Drive, because that feels like that's going to be on Grey's Anatomy or This Is Us or any like, <laughs> prime time that's their, drama. That's their money-making song. Oh, totally. Yeah, and it, yeah, it, it, it works. It's like you can you can hear that song when a breakup is happening or like when someone's confessing that they love someone but they don't love them back or mm. like a surgery went wrong or, I don't know, Grey found her anatomy I don't know what happens in that show. Corny. The only other... <laughs> she finds her anatomy, if you know what I mean. Air horn noise. Anyway, um, <laughs> the only song I... All the other dud for me was You Moved Away, which lyr- musically was fine, but lyrically was kind of bizarrely on the nose. It was like a pretty much like PowerPoint presentation on what happens when someone moves away. It's like, you packed a bag, you filled your gas tank, you checked the tires... You drove, and I'm like, and that's pretty much the entire lyric, all the lyrics. Doesn't the song end with a car crash and bodies being burned on the side of the road? Yeah, it gets really, it gets really aggressive later on. If it does, I don't honestly know. I, I after a while, I, I, I zoned out. I think it does. <laughs> that's how I work with lyrics. I'm like, ah, and I'm gone. Um, best song on the album though uh, was the closer, "60 and Punk." Uh, I like those lyrics, and I'm not a big lyric person, but just sort of that talking about you're clearly past your prime, but you still love going on that stage and, you know, being, being 60 and punk. That's, that's, it's good stuff. So yeah, this album is unoffensive. It's uh, welcoming. It's soft. It's familiar. And I recommend it because of all those things, because even despite all those characteristics, it was well executed, which kind of like Ryan said is what Coldplay should do, but Coldplay does not know how to do that. They're garbage. T'Angelo. All right, guys. Uh, I enjoyed this this album as well. I kind of echo you guys' sentiments. It's a very it's a very soft album. Like you can throw it on at like any time. It's not necessarily something you have to sit around and really listen to the lyrics. Um, as you guys always know, I always do my tracks that I would recommend checking out: uh, "Summer Years" and "Your Hurricane." Uh, Alex, what was the song that you said that they would play on Grey's Anatomy? "When We Drive." When we drive. Okay. I feel you. I, I, I don't... As funny as it sounds, like there isn't really too much to say. It's kind of like Alex said. It's very soft. It's like you've heard it somewhere else. It follows a trend. Uh, it's not necessarily like the stuff that I remember from high school. <laughs> the stuff I remember from high school is... I, I feel like it was love songs still, but it was like... I don't want to say harder rock, but... Somewhere along those lines, not necessarily anything exciting. It didn't throw me out of the window. Uh, Hurricane just sounded really good to me. I listened to that song like three or four times. I don't know why I just really like that song. Uh, it's it's soft. It's like, I don't know. I just had it out in the car, and I was like, okay, let's play that again. And I did it like two or three more times. It's just, it's just a great track. Um, this is definitely not the band that I remember from years ago, like I said. Can They've I, changed. Can it's, I admit it's... something? Can I admit something real quick? 
I only remember one single Death Cab song, and it's the one they won the Grammy for. The end. Definitely. And I'm probably thinking the exact same thing. Soul Meat Body. It was like a... Mm -hmm. I, that, that was when, like, the I don't know what the fuck these guys look like now. Fuck you, Alex. I'm not even finish my shit. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I got so excited. <laughs> Clearly, fuck your excitement for Death Cab for Cutie, man. Uh, but I, I definitely I recommend you guys checking this album out. Uh, you're not you're not missing anything if you don't listen to it. But you know you might catch a track or two that you like. You know what I mean? So. Salute to Death, Death Cat for Cutie, and thank you for today. You're welcome. Wow, Alex. <laughs> I, I give and taketh. And then he says, I give and taketh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, this album's weird because there's, like, no real hard sticking point. It's just kind of like, yeah, it's nice. It's a nice album. Yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's not better than someone else's choice for this episode. I don't know. I, I'm 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 curious. I'm curious. Uh, I'm curious to hear what you have to say. Then, yeah. Are we talking about Calexico then? Oh, hot take. Yeah, we can talk mm-hmm. about Calexico. But mm-hmm. I, 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 I thought I think, that's what we were talking about first. I, Is that I, we're talking I'm, about next? I'm hunching that's not. But let's. No, oh, I mean, you're talking about my shit. You talking mm-hmm. about my shit? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, you, should I, I f- fuck you? I'll just jump into my shit then. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, shit. Fuck. What's her name? <laughs> <laughs> fuck. What's her name? The person. The album you picked. Okay. Um, I picked uh, Doja Cat's uh, Amala album. I want to preface right the fuck away. Fuck Doja Cat. Okay. Uh, she tweaked. What? Right before her ass was gonna get fucking popping, she tweets out the dumbest fucking tweet ever. Oh no! What did she, she say? She drops the the f word that is used as a slur towards the LGBTQ community. Oh no! And then, as a way to apologize, she said the word like four or five fucking more times, um, and said, "I say this word all the time. There's nothing wrong with this word. I say it all the time." And I'm like, "Oh my god, Doja Cat." Oh. You was about to fucking blow the fuck up. And then you do this goofy ass shit. It's literally the dumbest tweet I ever saw in my fucking life. Literally, it's she sabotaged herself. Imagine being on the cusp of blowing up and then you tweet some dumb shit. Like, That's Doja Cat's real You're not thing. Kanye. You can't do that. <laughs> fuck Kanye. Uh, fuck just, Kanye. When I, just when I thought I was going to get to his new fucking album, he says, let's just ban the 13th Amendment. Fuck you, Kanye piece of shit but that's a whole nother conversation which i will gladly have on this podcast if we do so choose do you want me to reference but back to- do you want me to cite this tweet go ahead please all right i called a couple people when i was in high school in 2015 does this mean i don't deserve support she she wrote on twitter i've said the, that word roughly 15,000 times in my life does saying f- mean you hate gay people do i hate gay yes. people i don't think yes. i hate gay people gay is okay just that even sounds dumb as fuck like damn g where the fuck was your publicist right and and the crazy and not only was this the dumbest fucking tweet ever like she literally was in pocket she put out a super fucking trendy ass song that wasn't even a part of the album the moo song for those of you who don't really recognize who doja cat is she's the one who came out with the moo song the fucking song Yes, and that shit was fucking viral sensation. Like, if you ever had to make a viral song and you, when you made it, and you said you like, this shit finna go crazy. That was the fucking song. And it literally took off. Uh, and it, and then she did this shit, man. And, it's, and it pisses me off so much because I really didn't know what she looked like. You know what I mean? Outside of, like, this album cover. And then someone posted the other day what she looks like. And I was like, damn. You really, she has the look, she has the sound, she has everything that it takes to be a pop artist. And then she fucks it up so fucking early. Oh, I couldn't believe it, man. When I saw the, when, when I saw the tweet, I was like, oh my God, Doja Cat, damn, damn, you got a good ass fucking project. The content of your project reminds me of Katy Perry when she put out I Kissed a Girl. Like this, like this shit was like, what she say? Oh, okay. 
you know, like what sounds like go to town. That shit is fucking magical. Magical. Because the first time you hear it, you kind of laugh like, yeah, she funny. And then you listen to it again, you like, oh, that's what you're talking about. Oh, okay, Doja Cat, that's what we're doing. This is how we're setting out the fucking project. You know what I mean? So Go to Town is one of my old favorites. I don't listen to this fucking album anymore because she fucked up. Um, Cookie Jar is a dope-ass one. Um, down low. <laughs> Uh, body language, I think, was fucking flame. The whole album is fucking flame, man. But you fucked up, Doja Cat, so I can't fuck with you no more. And that's where I close. <laughs> I, I love the, 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 the conflict of fuck you, Doja Cat, but I also love your album. Fuck you. Why'd you do this to me? Basically. <laughs> Basically. So how are you feeling about Drake dating that eighteen year old? What? <laughs> yeah, that's that's and supposedly he like molded this young lady. Like, oh no, Drake, you out here getting it in with porn stars, even impregnating them, and you wanna, <laughs> and then you out here molding young girls. Someone posted mm-hmm. on Twitter. Someone posted on Twitter that guaranteed there'll be a lyric in a later song going, "Oh yeah, she eighteen, but she grown." Ugh. <laughs> uh, that shit is probably real as hell, man. <laughs> <sighs> Ryan, what did you think of Doja Cat? Sorry, guys. I was watching the music video from Moo. Them, them sweet, <laughs> sweet anime titties. I was not expecting a cow wearing a wig <laughs> or an anime burger flying through the air, but yeah. Or great. them sweet, sweet the video, anime the titties. The, vi- the video is amazing, man. She, yeah. it's, it's viral sensation, man. Yeah, it's such a shame. Such a goddamn shame that she's canceled now, but whatever. Um, canceled, 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 fucking canceled. Yeah. So, um, Amala, 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 Amala. Um, this album from First Impression, you know, it's good. Amala to Millie, you funny as hell. <laughs> and uh, so this album reminded me a lot of like, um, like early, early Rihanna. Or even like with like a little bit of Missy thrown in every once in a mm. while. Like she didn't. She was like, uh, what's her name? Doja Cat. She like sings a lot and then she like raps and whatever she rapped. I'm like, oh shit, she's just stealing Missy's sound, but that's fine because she's often imitated, never duplicated. So she can have her fun. But um, where was that? Um, man. That music video is fucked up. Oh yeah, so this is um, <laughs> so, yeah. So this album was fine. I I liked it. I really liked it. Um, uh, there's a whole lot of like slow jams on it where I could just like, you know, just turn on at nighttime for adult activities. Um, and there's some songs I can play during the daytime while I'm just you know being a hood rat, hanging out. <laughs> Smoking with cigarettes. Um, but there's one you song. Cigarettes? <laughs> He's referencing. Oh my god, that was a good reference. <laughs> Someone's been watching the Boondocks. Uh, yep. Smoking um, with cigarettes. So oh, I was forget. gonna be mad as hell. I was gonna. Oh, I was gonna be mad as hell. I thought you were smoking cigarettes, man. No, I'm gonna be pissed. And I'm just still in my grandma's car and smoking with cigarettes. Anyway, so um, I noticed. So there's there's one song. And I had to listen to the song twice to figure out like why it sounded so familiar. It was um, "Roll with Us," and the first time I listened to it, I'm like, "Wait, I've heard this song before. Where the fuck did I hear this song before?" This shit is a note for note ripoff of Jadena's trampoline. If you don't believe me, listen to the songs. The same time, oh, it's shit. the it's the same song. It's the exact same song. Only one is really good, and one is a ripoff of a Jadena song. <laughs> um, I have to check that out later. Yeah, please do. Um, and I did not. I so hell I like no, hell no. I just listened to a snippet. No, the fuck it doesn't. Oh, oh yeah. You have, oh, you, yeah. Have to, you have to explain yourself on this one, man. You, just you, play try, the song you try to slide out with that shit. No, it's, you have to it's explain the yourself same that song. Try how? 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 I mean, 
one is a good song. The other one is a song that's a note-for-note ripoff of the other one. What? It's like Queen and Vanilla Ice with the Ice Ice Baby shit. You know, how it's like the same song, only one's a clear ripoff. It's the theme to Psycho and the theme to Reanimator. Yeah, or whatever that means. But yeah, just just trust me. Listen to uh, Trampoline and then listen to Roll With Us immediately after. And be like, yeah, this is the same fucking song. I'm, de- I'm definitely going to do that. Um, so I like how there weren't many features on it, um, except for the, the poor man Shaggy. Um, that was weird. And Who's the poor man Shaggy? The, what's his name? Conchin? Conscience. Conscience. Oh, that's that's how his name is pronounced. <laughs> um, yeah, it was fine when he showed up, but you know I could have lived without it. Uh, what else is that? Stamp Shame she's goddamn canceled too, because I like this album, but we're never going to hear another album from her again. So, um, at least not on the mainstream. Yeah, but I I, I like the replay value of this album because like. She has some catchy hooks, and then every once in a while she she delivers a, a crazy, crazy uh, verse with <laughs> really great flow. And then by the time you realize it's happened, it's gone, and then you have to like go back and listen to it again because um, she only gives you snippets of like actual talent. Um, but yeah, good good choice, Tiangelo. Sorry, sorry your your choice has been canceled forever. But I liked it. You know, I, I, I'm going to try and separate art from artist. Uh, I, I did a mini episode that hasn't been released yet about the whole XXX Tentacion issue related mm. to that because I listened to Question Mark uh, a while ago and I actually thought it was a pretty. Sad. What? The song's called Sad. Well, no, the album's called Question Mark, though. Oh, that album was dope as hell. Yeah, it was a decent album, but then it turned out XXS Tentacion had some like really sketchy past. So you know, I have some. Yeah. I have what some did he do? Wait, who was this person? He was a oh, Tentacion. He's an XX. He's a SoundCloud rapper who's been murdered now. He's not a SoundCloud. Oh, he's dead. No, he was a Stone Cold Sound. He was SoundCloud rap. I mean, that's how he really. That's how he became big with SoundCloud. So I love. Yeah, but he's called Chance a SoundCloud rapper. He got he got murdered in his vehicle. But he like. Punched yeah, a pregnant woman or something. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah, fuck that guy. So, well, so, and again, I get, I get, I get into that in the episode of like, I think we definitely pick and choose when we want to go fuck that artist, don't fuck that artist, because a lot of artists we like have done really sketch shit, and we just kind of turn a blind eye. Um, or you see movies with Mark Wahlberg, even though he permanently blinded someone once on a PCP binge. Anyway. Really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was before the whole nine eleven thing. But what wait, did he well, do at 9-11? Well, did he, did he, he was, do 9-11? No, no. Well, he has said for the last 17 years that he could have stopped 9-11 from happening. Him personally. Oh, he, he was supposed <laughs> to be on the the plane that flew into the second tower. Like, he had a ticket and everything, but he missed the flight because of whatever, being famous. But he said that if he was on that plane, he would have stopped it from happening. I, be- I low-key believe that. I mean, he you said just that look or it that up. He could have done that. He's been saying that shit for the last 17 years. <laughs> I wouldn't say that shit out loud. That's a crazy motherfucker right there. Also, fun fact, Seth MacFarlane was supposed to be on one of those planes, too. The guy from Family Guy. Oh. Yeah. He's on, he's on what? He was supposed to be in one of the planes that flew into the the uh, World Trade Center. That's crazy. Yeah. So... Anyway, so I, I, I give a little opportunity. I try to give some levity in separating, you know, this piece of art from the person. Doesn't mean I'm going to buy Doja Katsumala, but um, I also really, I actually really, really like this album. I, I wrote down, I'm annoyed how much I liked it because her lyrics, for the most part, are stone cold stupid. Um, <laughs> I mean, she did write a whole song that said, Bitch, I'm a cow. I don't say meow or whatever that nonsense is. So she knows how to create a, a, a catchy hook. Even though everything that comes out of her mouth uh, would be better replaced just by saying peanut butter over and over again, um, I believe the last song "All Nighter" has a song has a lyric: um, "Toss salad, no cheese croutons, or something like that." <laughs> and I caught Get that, and I'm like, ass. "I'm like, sorry, say that one more Get time." <laughs> right, right. So, 
So she clearly has no problem. And cookie jar, cookie jar also. I mean, she says the words cookie jar a lot. And Lori came in when I was listening to it. And she's like, what the fuck is this going on here? And I'm like, oh, this is Doja Cat. And she thought, like, I was referencing a Transformer or something. Um, anyway, I actually really, really like this album. Uh, I think this is a well-constructed pop album. Uh, and I think it's a, it's part of what makes it strong is that she touches on what are popular tropes but doesn't go full full throttle into them. So they have some like pitch shifting. They have some trap beat kind of sounds. They have a feature rapper. Things are really popular right now in pop music, but it, she doesn't lean too heavy on all of them. You know, there's a little of this, a little of this. So it's like on Morning Light, which was one of my favorites, is this very chill uh, sort of watch the sunrise come up kind of song. And it's got this sort of tweaked up voice that's going on in the background a good sprinkling of it instead of just a whole lot of wacky nonsense going on. Um, everything felt very varied. Uh, everything felt kind of just light and buoyant, but also but playing in a bunch of different fields. So it, it had a little bit of a hodgepodge vibe, but I think for all the right reasons. So like there, you have a song like Game, which has this sort of funk new disco vibe, and it reminded me of the song... Um, and this is going to be a, a really bizarre reference, so by all means, I apologize, but it reminded me of the song The Moon and the Prince from the Katamari Damacy soundtrack. Um, and, uh, but, uh, yeah, everything was just good. You have like songs like wild beach, which are spacey. You have songs like cookie jar and go to town, which are hard. Um, you, you have a song like body language, which has, is sort of, uh, just sort of another great sort of smushing song. Um, my only real gripes besides the lyrics being idiotic at, at, at the most polite is all nighter, I think was the wrong closer. Uh, I think, down low actually and all nighter should have flipped and down low because down low had this good thunderous um uh thunderous kind of sound would have been a great way to end it i wrote down that like taylor swift's now new album will probably be like 12 instances of down low uh because she goes the one thing and just beats (laughs) it to fucking death um such as on her last time reputation she just picks bad music and plays it over and over again but anyway <laughs> ha taylor swift you can't write good songs um but yeah i like it uh i her her tweets are asinine and stupid uh but again i i still have to point out that um certain artists have somehow gotten away with it not saying she should get away with stuff like this um especially if she's not seeming to recognize what she's done is wrong um, but it's also, I think, just opens the question. So she talked about on there that she was, you know, referencing Tyler, the creator and Earl Sweatshirt. And let us not forget how many times Tyler, the creator, has used that word in his lyrics over and over and over again. And we're just like, oh, you, you skateboard, don't you? Um, so yeah, but that was be- that was before the world was as conscious as it is now as no, well. But I'm. It, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. This I was like this was like Yonkers was like that song. Yonkers was like 2011, 2012. I think we were still pretty okay. We're woke on on some of those issues, you know. So like, it, it just not saying she should get away with it, but I'm also saying that like the dog pile on a 22 year old being kind of ignorant is I th- I think a little silly in the sense of like if we rewind to when we were in college, how much dumb shit came out of our mouths too, you know. So I'm conflicted. I'm conflicted because, yes, at one point she should be made a fool for saying, like, and not, like, seeming to understand it. Like, if she backtracked, it's like, hey, I'm sorry, fucked up one thing. But she was, like, she doubled down for no good reason. And I'm sure, like, anyone would be like, just shut up and get off the internet and go do something else and everyone will forget. And she went, nope, got to send this tweet out. Brett Kavanaugh did nothing wrong was pretty much the only thing she could have said worse. She could have said worse things, but I don't know. It's a good album, though. I I, I I can't shit on it. Like I liked I liked pretty much every moment of it. It's except this album cover is a little ridiculous, but whatever. <laughs> How it's, is it ridiculous? It's regular like every, every, as hell. Everything is tan. It's like just like the tannest tan that ever tanned, or whatever this color is. Like she ble- she like disappears into the background, except for her slightly off pink hair. I don't know. I'm an old man. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm an old man. I'm confused. Last album. What the fuck's popping, man? Oh man. So yeah. I'm... What do you What do you do, Alex? <laughs> I got some Werthers in my pocket. Anyone want one? It's a peppermints. Anyway, uh, Calexico is a indie rock band 
from somewhere in Arizona, Tucson, Tucson, Arizona. They have released nine albums. This is their ninth album. They have this sort of Texas nine, nine. They've been around for a minute. Jesus, they've been around Christ. since 1996. Uh, they've released, the, and I've only listened to one other one of their albums, Feast of Wire. It has this, sort of, and it also has this sort of Tex-Mex indie rock kind of vibe. Um, I listened to this one just because I was like, oh, I remember Calexico. I had heard about them in 2006 or seven. They were in a documentary called Before the Music Dies, which is about how pop out pop music was ruining everything for everybody. Um, and then they were just ref- randomly like just filmed for playing songs during that uh, movie. So I was like, I'll oh, check them out. Listen to one album. Went, oh, that's cool. And then all of a sudden I see this album, which was many albums later. I'm like, oh, yeah, Calexico. And I listened to it. I figured I was going to do it on a roundup, but uh, I love this album so much. I figured I wanted to put it on as a formal uh, album or for formal album review because I just thought it was amazing. Um, it's at the moment uh, one of my top albums of the year. Um, I it, I love that it blends different styles of music. You have some of that sort of basic indie. You have some folky sounds. You have some sort of Latin roots um, on songs like Flores y Tamales. Um, you have moments where they do touch a little bit with electronica, but it's always just a nice sprinkling and peppering for you to enjoy. Um, they have moments where shit gets tense as hell, like uh, on Bridge to Nowhere, or get epic on the song Eyes Wide Awake or Thrown to the Wild. Um, their lyrics, typically not politically charged, do talk a lot about border crossing and we're in a fucked up situation and please God help us. Um they have, uh, the, or you have a song like Another Space, which has a dancey vibe to it, but again, it's sort of uniquely there. So everything just, the some of the themes, musical themes have been done before, obviously, but they all have their spin on them. So that I just, I adore this album. I thought it was just a wonderful uh, addition to my, to my library. Um, and I, again, I think it's one of the best things I've heard so far this year, which Come to think of it, I don't feel like I've heard a lot of great albums this year so far. So um, this is definitely a front runner at the moment. This is a front runner you for one of the best albums of the year so far. Yeah, so far. What the, f- Alex? <laughs> what? You can't be serious. No, this album was fantastic. What the? Wait, were we listening to the same album? Yeah. I'm curious. I'm curious if we were. Hang on, Co- Colexico. The thread. That the keeps thread us. that keeps us. Yes. That was the album that you listened to and said that you believe it's one of the albums of the year. Not like one of the, but it's like one of the best things I've heard so far. Yeah. Wow. And this year's almost over. It is. I haven't heard a lot of great stuff this year, to be frank. Like a lot of things have been disappointing. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wow! I like honestly, just a lot of stuff I've listened to so far has been just whatever. It's like I've been. But, really- but this, yeah, this album was great. This, this shit you was die regular. On? This shit was regular, my guy. This shit was regular. I'm sorry. We listened to. We listened to. This shit was regular. We listened to Beige the album and Girl Who Doesn't Know How to Twitter, and you're gonna argue my shit. <laughs> Oh man! He said you're gonna argue my shit. That's why I love this podcast. <laughs> no, I think you sure said you're gonna this? argue my shit. This is brilliantly executed. <laughs> and you're gonna argue my shit. Man, Alex, Ryan, I'm sorry. go in, bro. I'm sorry Ryan, for the next come on, Ryan. Minutes, Alex. I'm sorry. Ryan, bro. go in, man. I'm next. Go in, man, Ryan. Just corny <laughs> ass, slow ass, long. <laughs> Longest fuck ass album. <laughs> Go in. <laughs> Alex about to be pissed. Alex, you made me listen to this twenty two long twenty two song long fucking drive through the desert. What Wait, the are, heck? You, are you mental? This album is only fifteen songs. It's not twenty two. This album is twenty two songs. No, you, you listen to the deluxe songs, edition for no reason, which I would never ask you to do. It's first a, off, it's a, it's, a, it's a nimble oh, it's a nimble it's a nimble forty five minutes. Wait, I'm nimble. I'm nimble. I'm nimble. The album ends on Music Box. Everything else is a bonus track that's irrelevant. Hang on, let me see. Music Box is the last song. Yeah, everything else is a bonus track, and that's just extra. That doesn't count. 
Wait, so we listen to one, one, two, two, three, four, five, six, seven ass extra ass songs. Yeah. Yet, Alex. Damn. That's you your fault. Rude as hell. And then he says, "That's your fault." Spotify. The album was twenty-two songs. Because Spotify is trash, and people shouldn't use that software. They you know what's fucked up? You... So this, this long ass album is not long. It's forty-five minutes. Listen, this long ass album it was forty-five minutes. Long. It's it's the six, rest of the it's world. Six minutes longer than Death Cab for Cutie, but go on. That's fucked up. Um, yeah, so. I've got mixed feeling on this album. Um, I definitely do not think it's album of the year. I didn't it's say not even that. Close. Stop, stop Donald Trump in this shit and misquoting me. <laughs> I don't think it's one of the best albums of the year. There you go. But you're still wrong. Um, but go on. Yeah. So um, let's see. I have so many notes on this album. Oh. All right. So first off, what is wow. it called? The End of the World with You. Yeah. It is. First off, it is an uninspired opener to this album. So good. Uh, It was three minutes and eight seconds of them slogging along until they get to the good part, which is the second song where shit gets spicy. That song reminded me of that episode we did with the, um, the, those, those bands from um, Mali. So was it Songhoi blues? Yeah. And uh, the desert folk, the nomads. Like that, that, the voices in the field was like one of those songs, and it was great. You know, it reminded me of those albums <laughs> and how much I wanted to listen to that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the voices in the field is by far the best song in the album. Um, but then it goes on for a, a, a while of just mediocrity and subpar music. Um, they're rock songs. I have. A problem with because it's like dad garage rock and in some instances they were trying to be like the pixies specifically in eyes wide awake it was a pixie song ah. and it didn't work for me and i apologize oh, it's like a ballad it's not it was <laughs> it was a pixie song alex i'm sorry uh, no it wasn't but that's okay um i do like their folkier songs it seems i haven't listened to any of their other albums that were uh, that had any sort of lyrics to them. Um, I recall just listening to a bunch of instrumentals from this band in the past, um, so I wasn't used to them singing. Um, but their folky songs, kind of, they, they did work for me, especially um, The Town and Miss Lorraine, and uh, what's the other one? Uh, Throne to the Wild. Um, yeah, so those songs were good. Um, and listenable... <clears throat> And very, very good to me. Um, some of the other songs that didn't work out so well. Uh, yeah, I won't, I won't even mention those. Um, but some of these other notes I wrote were... Um, the problems I have with this album are threefold. One, they have some good ideas, but they are um, few and far between. Like short train and long train... Or short board, long board. Um, Luna Roja... Um, I guess the last seven songs were good ideas. Which are all bonus tracks. Yeah, I guess they don't even count. They they cut out all the good shit. He's um, so mad at us for listening to the <laughs> extended. Um, it's just not my fault. Yeah, It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Yeah, I don't know. I, I wasn't thrilled with this album. There was definitely some listenable parts, especially when they flirted with world, like, world fusion. Um, but on the whole, it was um, not even close to being the album of the year. And it was too goddamn long, Alex. But it was 45 minutes. <laughs> it was too goddamn long. I just want to remind everyone that Ryan made us listen to that fucking Decemberist album, First Aid Kit, which was average. And uh, remember uh, The Coop? Which, so I'm just I'm just saying Ryan's opinion is invalid. The Coop was a solid 11 minutes. He's defending right? the shit out of this. Because it's great. It is rock solid. Don't you talk shit about First Aid Kit. They are gifts to the world. Pitchfork gave this a solid seven, which means this is adequate. <laughs> Pitchfork. <laughs> yes. That, I would agree. This is the <laughs> adequate album. <laughs> Hipster doofus adequate, which means it's for great smart people like me. Anyway. <laughs> d- all right, dum-dums. Keep talking. <laughs> All right, D'Angelo, talk your shit. All right, man. Uh, first off, before we jump into that, you guys need to go look up the new 
you know, Quavo is dropping his uh, solo project, right? Oh, fuck that. that. Fuck the Migos. What? Yeah, Quavo's dropping his solo project. I just want you guys to go look up the cover of his album. All right. Hang this on. is the most artsy, unnecessary shit I've ever seen in my fucking life. Just just go look and see what the fucking shit looks like. And salute to uh, LeBron James. Um for wearing the, the Kaepernick uh, LeBron James, excuse me, the Kaepernick Nike uh, capsule. Salute to him for that. Um, and when it comes to this album, uh, Calexico, my favorite songs off the project, um, I think it was, damn. Yeah, I think it was Under the Wheels and Flores Tamales. I don't know why, I just, I just really enjoyed those two songs. Um <laughs> I feel like Ryan just went in on Alex, and Alex got really in his feelings. So I'm I remember. Sorry, Alex. So, <laughs> so I remember how you. So now I know how it feels to see someone else go through what I go through when you guys try to diss G. It's all right. Ryan made a oh, feeble attempt at providing. An, he made a feeble attempt at making an argument. He failed miserably. It was embarrassing for him, and he's rethinking ever talking against me. And he remembers I edit the fucking episode. <laughs> And yes, Quavo with his stupid "I want to be fear and loathing Las Vegas" style album cover. Oh, the one with the googly eyes. It 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 just looks so fucking like unnecessary, doesn't it? It's is it the one? Wait, which one am I looking at? It's a pure ripoff of "Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas." It's a hundred percent that art style. What's the name of the album? Quavo Huncho. Quavo Huncho. Migos is hack fraud, the album. Uh, I was looking at ATL where he had um, the googly eyes. I don't see this shit. Where is this? Just look up Quavo Huncho. I typed in Quavo Huncho. Album cover. Google Album cover. Wait, is it? It's him and (sighs) Travis Scott? Oh, no. No, it's just, just, this is a complete Quavo album. Yeah, it's a ripoff of Hunter S. Thompson. 100%. 100%. Which is the, the rating I would give this album. I wouldn't. I'd give it a solid 85. Huncho or no. the thread? Threads. <laughs> All right, T'Angelo, talk your shit. Go in. Go in on it. <laughs> I'm playing goalie. I, get see, get I, on I, the I, net. I, Ryan, I gave you too much energy about... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess you are too crazy about this shit, man. And then Alex tried to go in on your shit. And now I'm just like, eh, it was regular. <laughs> it was real regular. He gassed this shit up. This shit was mad regular. The fact that I had positive things to say until Alex said this is one of the best, one of the better albums of the year. Yeah, and that just and that yep. just threw me for a loop. Like it was a, this was a this was a decent album. But to put it up there with the better albums of the year, like I damn near gotta go to my fucking most played um, albums um, on my phone just to just to check with myself to see what the hell has been coming out this year. Uh, you know, um, I mean, Lil Boat came out. Lil Boat Two is garbage. Yeah, it was garbage. Why'd you even bring it up? I don't know. I'm just looking at my list right now. You know, we you got. You guys probably haven't even listened to this because I'm probably going to say we should, if we do that, the the next idea that we talked about, the new Logic project. If you are, are a classic Logic fan, Young Sinatra 4, oh my God. Personally, one of my, I'm not even, I'm not even a new, I'm not a current Logic fan, but oh, Young yeah. Sinatra 4 was like old Logic. Oh my God. This man. Bad. I, you like, have to work hard because to convince me to listen to their Logic album because I forgot that was that he did that album Everybody, which was some of the fucking worst garbage. Yes, I've yes, heard. yes. But y- Young Sinatra Volume Four is this the one he claims is going to be his uh, last album? No, his his cla- his last lyrical album. Everything else that he puts out now is going to be for everybody. This was his last boom bap project. I don't believe him for a second. No, this is his last like rapidy rap album. Again, I don't believe him for a second. Fair, because everyone who says this is the last thing, I'm like, okay. And then three out, three years later, oh, you know, I just had to get back in the studio. <laughs> I needed well, a diamond plated uh, Bentley, so uh, here's here's some more horseshit for you, fucking scum. Fuck. Um, 
I'm trying to think. I'm going. The new Six Black album is better than the album that you had me listen to. Um, his review has devolved into just looking at a list and going, "This is what's better." <laughs> yep. The, even the even the last the latest Russ project Zoo was better than this album. Ah, shit, man. The Bun B problem project is probably better than this album. I mean, I'm just looking at my uh, list. I just keep seeing, like, a lot of disapp- like albums I was, like, excited for. The, but... trans, the Trans Lee project was better than this album. Um, The Bass project or Boss project was better than this album. Sauce Walker's project was better than Suit to Sauce Walker, man. The Ariana Grande project was better than this album. The Stefflon Don project was better than this album. I, I honestly don't believe you on any of these, T'Angelo. The, the new Young Thug problem. The new Amine project was better than this album. Um, the Trippy Red album was down there better than almost every album I just said. Um, yeah, I mean the list goes on and on, man. I I'm so I am personally shocked. I know we listen to different music, but to say that this shit is better than I'm shit. It's not even better than the Travis Scott project, man. But you know, it's not even better than the YG project, man. I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> I guess. It's, not even better. it's not even better than the Hood Rich, Pablo Juan, and Danny Wolf project, man. It's not re- even better than the Buddy project, <laughs> man. And the list goes on and on, my guy. Like, I really need like a thirty-minute clip of you just saying this over and over again, just citing different things that it's not better than, and it just going like. Eventually, you're like, it's not even better than. Uh, it's not even better than the Drake Project, my guy. Okay, let's not say things we can't take back. Let's not let's not say actively hurtful things because that's just me. Oh, it's not better than the it's not better than the ladies panic at the disco project. Oh no, let's not. It's let's not, not better. It's not better than the Lecrae and Zaytoven project. I'm stretching my collar out right now. <laughs> it's not better than that, the BB Rexa project. I'm sorry, they didn't go Kalaxico during every fucking song. They just Who were they were just Who middle-aged men Who talking about the border. Who did that? Fucking Zaytoven did. You always hating on Zay Tiggy, man. I'm not Damn. hating on him. I'm hating that he has to. Sh- it's not as bad as Mike Will made it. But I hate watermark shit like that. I don't think it's so <laughs> unnecessary to put a watermark on your fucking production. If your if your production is unique and good, it stands on its own. It stand, Kanye West does not need to go Kanye West on every fucking song he produced. His stuff was so styled. You went, this is Kanye West. I just know it's it's good. LP, every pretty much everything he produced, fucking gold. There's no LP on it. It's shit like Mike Will made it or Maybach music. Proves you do not stand by the quality of your music because you have to watermark it. <laughs> you do not think you stand out. Thank you for that spasm. I think I lost five pounds in that rant. It was good. Yeah. What's next, man? No, that's that's that's, that's the end of the that's the end of the show. <laughs> oh, that's the end of the show and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else, huh? I'm just looking at these two middle-aged dudes on Wikipedia, and I'm like, "Good for you guys! You put out a great album. I'm, I, I'm, I had a great time." Your you kids must about? be so proud. I, 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 I just, I feel so, I feel so content. But like, I'm looking at my list, like, just shit that disappointed me. Shit, like, uh, and it's, it's just crazy how much shit I listened to this year that disappointed me. The Beyonce Jay Z album disappointed me. Uh, the Breeders album was okay. Uh, the Coop, which Ryan made me listen to, doesn't count. Actually, I didn't mind that album. The new Death Heaven album disappointed me. The new Death Grips album was confusing. The Decemberist was disappointing. Um, the Florence and Machine was disappointing. Franz Ferdinand was disappointing. J. Cole was. Janelle Monet was okay. Like, uh, Justin Timberlake, Kamasi Washington, just all the stuff they listened to. I'm like, or, Lil, Lil Boat 2 was just a fucking nightmare. Um, the new MGMT that hadn't put on an album in a while was a complete 80s nightmare the vaccines was whatever like it's just a bunch of stuff that i'm like i should really be excited about but i'm like eh, whatever it's just it's not good it's not good and these guys with their adult contemporary music warms my heart for 45 fucking minutes <laughs> and it felt good it felt good to have that 
felt good <laughs> to just execute something decently enough. And maybe that's the problem. Not enough stuff. The bar has been set so low. Yes, the bar has been set so low in 2018 where I'm just like, this is this is good as it gets, folks. Oh, that's... Uh... Fair, New Spiritualized definitely uh, was way better than this. Oh, yeah. Oh, what? yeah. What was? Spiritualized. The New Spirit... So, let's talk about albums we listened to recently. Uh, <laughs> new Spiritualized was fucking magnificent. Just like fucking nearly... Fucking great. I apologize that we didn't review that. That album was glorious and was better than The Thread That Keeps Us. Uh, yes. It, it was majestic. And everyone should listen to it, and you are a bad person if you don't. Um, I actually listened to this one today. Uh, it's the first time in about 12 years I've listened to a Bright Eyes album, because when I listened to them in 2006, I hated it, and I refused to listen to it ever again. Um, but somehow Fever and Mirrors ended up on my queue, uh, gave it a listen, and I'm so confused that I can listen to an album and love the music and hate everything that's coming out of the, the lyricist's mouth. Uh, Connor Oberst is a foul singer with a horrible <laughs> timber and nonsense vocals, uh, but he writes great instrumental. Him and his band wrote great instrumentals, very creative stuff, um, except for an eight-minute mock radio interview, which was just nausea-inducing. Um and then just one more real quick. One more? Yeah, we'll just say one more. Um, even though Jimi Hendrix has been dead for like 50 years, uh, they, they put out another one of his albums, uh, another compilation oh, of Grave Diggin', uh, Both Sides of the Sky. And, you know, it's, it's good stuff. It's a little more jam-centric, a little bit more jam-oriented, uh, some, ri- some riffing, but it's, it's well done. Um, you know, they've done a good job of uh, desecrating his corpse over and over again, but there's, there, there's good stuff to it. And um, I'm not going to I'm not going to hate on it because I, I thoroughly enjoyed what I listened to. What did you guys listen to recently? Man, I'm go back and check. I feel like I listened a lot recently. Um, I listened to the new Tokyo Death Tokyo Jets project. Um, she's a rapper signed to Grand Hustle. Probably one of the the standouts right now from Grand Hustle. Um, I also listened to the the newly leaked uh, Kendrick Lamar project. Um, there are a couple songs on there. Was that just dope. like B sides from Good Kid, technically, or is it actually like so, probably probably? Um, but it it wasn't released formally. It's all leaked. Um, the new Kevin Gates. People are gassing it up. I thought that shit was trash. Um, <laughs> Kevin Gates is just not doing what the shit he used to fucking do. Angela, what was better than Kevin Gates? Um, probably that new Chief Keef is going to be better than that new Kevin Gates. Um, that Carter Five is eh, it's overhyped, but the, the hype is so high right now. It's natural to say that it's overhyped. You know what I mean? We, I, I'm, I'm curious to see when I listen to it again in a couple weeks how I feel about it. Uh, the new Logic, Young Sinatra 4, as I already bragged about, uh, probably the project um, that I didn't plan on listening to because I'm not a Logic fan anymore. I was so fucking proud to hear him rap the way he rapped and salute to that Wu-Tang forever, getting everybody in Wu that's still alive on a song again. It's just dope. Everybody can't do that shit. Salute to Logic for that. Uh, the new Marsha Ambrosia co- project was solid. Um, solid. Uh, the new Lonar project uh, was decent. Um, I still got to check out that new Lupe. Um, oh, it's good. It's real good. Is it? Yes. Okay. I got to listen to the new Cap G. Um, I'm really happy with... Um, you guys are going to laugh me out the door for this one. Uh, salute to my boy Tiger, man. He dropped two singles uh dip and, uh yes he dropped a song called swap me that shit is fucking flame if you have not heard swap me from tyga go listen to it right now personally i think it's one of his best singles that he's dropped recently with all the singles that he dropped he's definitely he's definitely catching that vibe right that the kardashian curse is over with uh, he's definitely catching that vibe that French Montana No Stylist featuring Drake. That hook is so fucking catchy, man. I listened no to his. I, I think was, I think it was his album last year, "Bitch on the Shit" too from Tyga. I actually like that one, so I probably will scope it. Yeah, check out "Swap Me." It was it was dope. Play it play it around your lady, man. She gonna she gonna start dancing instantly, <laughs> instantly, instantly. 
Uh, I listened to that new Young Thug on the run. Ragala, Ragala. I'm not impressed. Uh, Ragala, the uh, the new Young Dolph, trash. Extremely disappointed. That Machine Gun Kelly, trash. Uh, the new Wale, fire. That freestyle he did with J Cole, my boy. Woo, boy went crazy. Uh, that new uh, Six Black. Definitely go check that out. Uh, the YBN um, mixtape they put out with all three of them, putting out the tracks that they've done. That new NBA boy was crazy. The Russ was decent. And um, I'll stop there. We listen to a lot of fucking music, man. <laughs> is it my turn? It is your turn. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so I have... So I've been listening to a lot of new music because I'm paying for Spotify now, and you better believe I can get my goddamn money's worth. Um, <laughs> so some some new shit I've been listening to for the last two weeks um, that everyone should listen to. Number one, Alex said it already. The new spiritualized album is uh, fucking perfect. Um, it's everyone needs to listen to this shit. I don't know the name of the album, but it's spiritualized, and it came out in 2018. And Nothing Listen Hurt. And Nothing Hurt. That's what it's called. Thank you. Um, next up, Paul McCartney's 18th solo album, Egypt Station, is so goddamn good. He made a song really? called Fuck You, and the hook is I Just Want to Fuck You. <laughs> and it is the catchiest goddamn song I've heard all it's year. Okay. He's too damn old to be saying shit like he's that. He's in his 80s, and he's like, I just want to fuck you. <laughs> um, Can he still get it up without Viagra? <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> he said, uh, probably. <laughs> what else? Oh, another old dude that just came out with some new music. Uh, Dave Matthews Band, their 18th album as well. Um, really? what, whatever it's called. Dave Matthews Band, new album. Uh, it's great. They have a song called Samurai Cop. It's heavily influenced by the hit movie Samurai Cop, um, but the whole album's good. Everyone needs to listen to it. It's the first Dave Matthews Band album that I can get behind because the like all the shit they put out in the past was you know cheesy jam band shit. So they they turned a new leaf. Um, what else? No Name came out with a new album a week or two ago, and it is fucking great. Uh, I don't know the name of it. Listen to no it. No name is Ragula. That's all I'm saying. Wow. You can just hang up now. Nobody needs to hear from you anymore. Uh, what else? Lupe Drogas Wave just came out. That shit is great. It's just like Drogas Light, only better. Like, we don't have to worry about fucking Food and Liquor Part 2 anymore. That that part, that part of his career is over with. He's making good music again. It's fucking great. What else? Oh, Dead People, I got you. Prince came out with a they came out with a, a bunch of songs Prince did. It was, I think it's just called Piano on a Microphone 1983 and it's him doing some of his best songs with just him and his piano and this shit is funky and it is fucking it's great. It's like it's like you're in the room with him just like fucking around and it's really it's there's there's nothing quite like it and there will never be anything like it again unless he recorded himself doing this exact same thing in 1984 85 etc hopefully he did he made a lot of goddamn music um and then the last thing i want to plug is um when it first came out i sent I sent the guys a text message You'd be like who the fuck would make a song about nina simone singing power i'm like this shit is corny and then i listened to hosier's need to sings power like 10 more times and that shit is really good it's hosier from take me to church um and mavis staples and they you know they sing about overthrowing the government and uh helping people that need help fuck trump one quick take back. If you haven't seen it, you should. You need to see the new music video for Aphex Twin called T69 Collapse. It is the best music video this year so far and one of the most terrifying. 
Let me guess. It's just two old dads driving around the desert. No, it is just like it, it's basically the visual representation of what like a computer virus does to your hard drive. It is just wild as hell. It is so unbelievable. So it's just a bunch of pop-ups? <laughs> kind of, in, a, in an artistic manner. All right, I got this shit showing up. What the fuck? If you're talking about videos, watch the... If you're talking about videos, watch the Tiger Swap Me video. Oh, yes. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, this, that video is amazing for T69. It's just... just a this wreck. song sucks. Who is this person? It's <laughs> This song sucks. Who is this person? Oh my God, is this Quake? Oh, it's Quake. What the fuck? What? What is? 